Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you as a listener. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide... Relatable information to listeners about career financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest, and so my man, a long time, I think last time I saw him, I was up in uh, New York City, Circle of Sisters. I was hanging out with uh, Wendy Raquel Robinson. He may not remember, but I got one of them elephant memories. So I remember everybody I meet because this brother was very impressive. I've always followed his career. He starred in such movie projects as uh, Moneyball. Of course, you know, being Mary Jane. They, that's when I, you know, he was just the bomb on that, of course. Everything he does is fantastic. TV One's Girlfriends, Getaway 2, uh, Think Like a Man 2. That was my project. I executive produced that project, so I know him from there. Television appearances include USA Network's Royal Pains, ABC's Greatest Anatomy, Lost Brothers, Sisters, CBS The Mentalist, CW's The Game, Heart of Dixie. But what he's on here to talk about today is the movie I just saw this weekend. Fantastic. Called Fatal Affair with uh, Nia Long, Omar Epps. He plays her husband, Marcus. I want please welcome to Money Making Conversation. Long time no see, Mr. Stephen Bishop. How you doing, brother? Hey, man. Hey, hey. First, first and <laughs> foremost, I got to tell you that intro, not the intro of me, which was sparkling. Thank you very much for that. But your intro to the show, that thing is smooth, man. Who you got doing that? That's my boy Stephen A. Smith, man. <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah, man. You wow. Know, you know, I, 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 I like try to spread that, my man. wings out there, man, Stephen. You know, I got, I, got a little, I got a little blast out there, man. Uh, you know, my life is you good. You got Stephen A. using his indoor voice. Yes, absolutely. 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 So uh, how's everything been going, man, since I last saw you up in New York? I've been watching your TV, and uh, life's been good for you, huh? Yeah, man, I can't, you know, I can't really complain a lot. You know, uh, work's been been really good. Uh, family's been good. Everything's been going well up until this pandemic hit, and, you know, that put the brakes on a lot. But, uh, you know, everybody's staying healthy and That's the key. You know, doing what we can to, to be vigilant about wearing a mask when we go out and Absolutely. continuing the social distance and all that. So, yeah, man, things, since I saw you last, things have been really, really good, and uh, I'm, I'm honestly happy to be here. So now the movie Fatal Affair, that's that's just starring in along with Nia and Omar Epps, are good, good people, good actors, good talent around you. Now, when was this movie shot? Say where or when? I right, so where was it shot and when? Oh, it was shot in Malibu. Okay. Um, we we shot the, the bulk of it in Malibu and uh, had a fantastic house. And you saw the movie, so you saw the house. Absolutely. Uh, mm. It was amazing, and to be able to have that as my office every day for a few weeks was uh, a second to none. I mean, that was one of the better uh, locations I've been to, and uh, Netflix did a great job of finding that. Jen Prince, uh, our locations manager, mm -hmm. uh, did a fantastic job with that. Well, that's awesome. So when you, when you get a script like this, you know, it's a fatal attraction type deal, woman or man get hooked together and then all of a sudden one doesn't want to release in a relationship. When, when you get a script like this, how do you approach it, Stephen? 
Uh, in what regard? In regards to your character, because in your character, your character is injured. I would like to say injured. And then he's trying to recover physically. And then so mm-hmm. we, it's like a communication issue. I like to believe that really led to this kind of disconnect between Nia's character, which play, she plays your wife. She's a hard worker. And then you kind of like in recovery mode because you're still in rehabilitation. So that intimacy, intimacy really is lost there for a period. Am I am I right in what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, the I think communication is a big part of that. But as far as your question of how I approached it, um, right. I've I've been injured before. I had right. a, a surgery. I had a knee surgery when I was playing uh, baseball, and so I, I was able to draw from that experience uh, what it's like to be you know laid up and not being able to do what you normally used to doing and what you love. Uh, so I was able to draw from that experience. And then with uh, the character himself, I was able to draw from my experience growing up in the Bay Area. There's a lot of, uh, the, the film is, is set in the Bay Area. And mm-hmm. uh, I grew up there and there, you know, there was a lot of sensibilities and even down to the, the uh, layering of the clothing that, I was able to draw from my memories and, and uh, my experience living up there and, and put myself into the mindset of, of somebody that's up there, uh, fairly successful, and uh, just uh, having to uh, come back from an injury. I was able to combine those two things to create markets. Right, right. Because when I was looking at the movie and, uh, you know, well-produced, uh, well-crafted, well-acted movie, and the thing about Netflix is that Netflix is on a different game right now as far as streaming and uh, premiering movies. And and if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, because you can always correct me, it's like it's like they're premiering these movies in like over 100 countries. Correct. When Netflix premieres a movie. Correct. Uh, from from what I gather, 190? 100, 190 countries. Yeah. 100. Something like 183 million subscribers <laughs> wow. in 190 countries. And the reason I bring that yeah, up because and the reason I bring that up because let's let's be this this is us talking in the business of how they've been treating black movies, okay, and of of movies with black leads, you know, domestically, they're premiere, but they never saw an audience internationally, and so so we never had the, the benefit of doing movies. And when I did Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man too, we premiered domestically, even though we made eighty million dollars domestically, we may have went to England. May a little bit in Caribbean and then uh, South, then uh, in Africa. That was it. And to see that now that black talent is now being exposed to in a over 190 countries now, that is a that's an amazing opportunity that, that I feel that Netflix is providing for African American talent. Absolutely. That's I mean the you're dead on the nail with the uh, the normal lack of international representation in our film. Um, you know, for some reason they don't, our films don't do well overseas. And so they don't, they don't buy them. But, uh, I think that might have a lot to do with the same reasons we weren't getting a lot of opportunities domestically mm-hmm. for a while is people just were unfamiliar with the talent and the, you know, the assets that we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So I think that what Netflix is doing is providing a platform for us to to showcase our abilities on the international stage, and that 
opens people's minds and opens people's eyes to what they've been missing. And now, you know, then later down the road, if, if the theatrical model comes back all the way, um, it will open more doors, I think, for us to be able to pre-sell internationally and even, you know, sell internationally after the fact. But uh, I think that Netflix is doing a fantastic job of, of taking movies immediately global and giving everybody an opportunity to see uh, what's what's all out there. And that's uh, that's what I love. I love that that because that's you know in in the, in the, I've been doing I've been in entertainment, writing sitcoms and writing uh, reality shows and dramas since '92 in this business. And so I've said I've done black sitcoms and just been trapped on a WB format or UPN format or a CW format, and they called us black shows. And they, that's it. And I and I and I when I see a movie like this, this is entertainment, Stephen. This is entertainment. It's relatable to everybody. Everybody has emotional issues. Everybody has a child that's in college. Everybody has meets crazy people out there who don't want that you want to don't want to be bothered with. I just felt this was a universal movie. I'm sure when you took on the script, that was the whole perspective you had about failure attraction as failure failure affair as well, correct? Uh, yeah, I did. I saw a lot for everybody. I mean, the, the main thing that attracted me was being able to work with Nia and Omar, um, right. you know, being uh, a fan of both of theirs and being uh, friends with both of them uh, outside of the business. Uh, it was just a great opportunity. But when I got to read the script and, and, and see what was happening, I was like, wow, there's a lot of relatable subject matter here. I think a lot of people will be able to, you know, this will resonate with a lot of people because a lot, like you said, a lot of people go through these same life stories and, mm -hmm. and a lot of people, unfortunately, go through this specific life story. And so they, you know, from one side or the other, they'll be able to relate. So, yeah, I think it's pretty relatable uh, in the premise and, you know, uh, hopefully it's not too relatable in the, uh, <laughs> in the plot, <laughs> you know? Well, I, I think that like, when you look at the movie now, now you got physical in the end. Okay. Got physical in the end with the, with the, I'm not going to give away the storyline, but uh, was it any additional training, any stunt training involved with you, uh, with the physicality near the end of the movie? Uh, no, no, I, uh, I had to do my normal, you know, training, which was weightlifting and cardio mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, proper diet and all that to get ready for the shoot. Cause you know, there's some, some shirtless stuff in there and I always like to be, uh, you know, as sharp as I can be in that, in that regard. But, uh, as far as the, the, uh, physicality of the role no i didn't have to do any extra training i you know i've done training in the past with fighting and and that kind of stuff so i you know i'm pretty pretty well uh versed in in that uh that facet of it but you know i did have to go and you know we had to rehearse the actual right, scene right mm -hmm. but we had to we had to choreograph we had to choreograph you know so but uh you know other than the, the choreograph uh, the choreography uh there wasn't anything extra that i had to do i was I, you know i brought the uh skill sets to the table with me hello <laughs> you brought the skill sets to the table i love that so and and when you when you like i say being an opportunity you're working with Neil alone all my apps and um she plays your 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 wife 
and then you have a daughter that comes home from college, or, or but she's about to enter her first year of college, right? No, she's actually there, and she's coming home for a uh, she's, break. She's coming home for a break, and uh, and and dealing with your career. And so, and this is what I want to get a little detail about, because I always try to look at movies a little bit deeper than most people see it, because you're trying to find your footing again in your career. And then she's like, she's like moving on and establishing her career in her own office. And so, because I'm trying to get the dynamics of why that could possibly happen in a relationship like that. Why would she even step out for that little half a minute? In your mind, in the script, what do you think led to that? with the relationship she kind of had with Omar Epps? Well, there was, uh, like you said, the the injury brought a lot into into play. You know, you're laid up, you can't move. You, right. You, uh, it was like six months, right? You know, you're, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's also uh, meds involved that if you remember, uh, I don't know if they actually left this part in the, in the, or not, I don't remember. Uh, but there, when we were shooting, there's a part where it says the meds had put me in a place where I wasn't really able to fulfill my husbandly duties. You right. know what I mean? I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I, I don't know if it, if, it, if it made the cut or not. I don't but remember that line, that, but, it, that, mm-hmm, but I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the scene. I, I I said it in the scene when I was playing golf with uh, with Omar's character. Right, uh, right. So they may have cut they, they may have cut that out. Right. Uh, but regardless, what I think what led to it was you know the injury being incapacitated, the meds, you know, bringing you know the the, the, the beto down and and the you know just the interest and you know she just was feeling. Uh, neglected and and you know when she ran into uh, a guy that she knew and he expressed you know such strong interest and they you know they got a couple of drinks in them and you know I, I think her guard just got let down and uh, I think that uh, but I think what led to it was just the you know the mundane married life they you know they have a 19 year old so they obviously have been together for 20 years or right. more mm-hmm. and and you know a lot of times that's what happens. It's just, it becomes routine and, and, uh, people look for, you know, an extra spark. And when they find it, it can sometimes lead to, you know, things that they, uh, they shouldn't do. Well, definitely, um, in this movie, uh, I, I really, um, it was good. I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the acting. I enjoyed the relationship that, you know, I can understand. Like like you said, Stephen Bishop, I'm talking to Stephen Bishop, one of the stars of Fatal Affair. He's up July 16th, Netflix's new global release of Fatal Affair. Uh, appear released in over 190 countries worldwide. That's how Netflix does it for all their movies. When I, when I look at a movie like this, and, and it's always about relatability is all about did it pull you in did i relate to could i did i understand did i have sympathy for your character and understanding that you were recovering from a physical injury did i understand where she came from but she did pull back you know she didn't she didn't fully commit and so even though there was liquor involved and all that so i was still uh i, I feel i felt her character was still saved and i thought the script writing and the directing was fantastic uh, overall your thoughts on the movie uh as we wrap this up uh steven uh yeah peter sullivan our director did a fantastic job um i thought the the writing was you know was was well executed and and 
uh, I thought the acting was 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 really well done as well. Mia is such a professional. I did a lot of my my work with her. I had a little bit with Omar, but the bulk of my work was with Mia. Absolutely. And it was such a it was such a pleasure to work with her every day. And she, you know, she's such a nice woman and um, such a professional. Very prepared. Um, you know, she it just was she an actor's actor. You know what I mean? She's just somebody that you know you it was enjoy going to work with every day um, so I, I thought I thought our whole team did a, a really good job uh, we had some you know some late nights and some some <laughs> long shoot shooting things but we got it done and you know our our uh, our team our team you know put it together and, and really brought it home so uh, I think everybody's gonna like it uh, I, I hope everyone does I like it I loved it um, I'm proud of it and I'm glad you did, Rashawn. I'm glad you did. Um, uh, and, you know, once again, I just got to, you know, sing the praises of Mia Long, who was actually a producer on this one as well. Congratulations. And so she had, she had, she had a couple hats on and, and uh, I think she did a fantastic job. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think we got a winner here. Oh, you got a home run. You got a home run. I know, uh, Fatal Affair global released on Netflix, July 16th. Uh, my man Stephen Bishop for the next time let's talk longer I uh, appreciate you coming on promoting this movie it's a great movie I'm recommending everybody I'm putting all of my social media posts my fan club but again thank you Netflix for bringing them on the show premiering in over 190 countries Fatal Affair starring Neil Long Omar Epps and Stephen Bishop thank you Stephen thank you Rashawn thanks for having me man I really appreciate it and uh, let's do it again soon we will thank you Netflix bye bye